Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Yeah, so tell me uh, about your experience with this movie. How, how did you like it, Jojo? I was surprised by how much I liked it. I honestly wasn't expecting very much. And now that I have seen it and have seen, have read more about it and what happened, um, I kind of feel bad about not expecting very much. Yeah. Um, so I can't say I have ever been a, a Shia LaBeouf fan, but I certainly have a lot more empathy for him and respect than I ever did after this movie. And and I think that's what that's the main theme here that you don't necessarily have to have been a fan of his to to now because he makes a point in 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 humanizing every element of of this movie and and by the way I think I want to give a little bit more credit to Al Maharel than, than Shia. Even yes. Shia wrote his own screenplay, and it's, it's about his own life. Yes. But I think you have to think about that combination of Shia's personal pain versus the magnificent directing of, of Al Maharel. Yes, I, I agree with that 100% because I think with a different director, it could have been a piece of crap. It could have been. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what, Jojo? Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and start this show. What about that? That sounds good. Hey, Graham. Hey, Jocelyn. Do you like food? Yes. Do you like grocery shopping? <laughs> no. With Instacart, never deal with germ-covered shopping cart handles, people waiting until the last second to pay, or having to dodge that one creepy dude who's always in the dairy section. Never again will you have to stop your binge-watching for the drudgery of grocery shopping. Instacart is here to save your day. For a low monthly fee, Instacart will have trained personal shoppers choose and deliver your groceries from your favorite store right to your front door. Or your back door. It's all up to you. Shop from anywhere using your computer, iPhone, iPad, or Android device. Schedule a delivery and have your groceries delivered in as little as an hour. Instacart personal shoppers fulfill your orders from the store you've chosen. Your personal shopper will pick your produce, carefully select all your items, and handle any items that are out of stock. If you're a picky produce person, don't worry. You can notate all of your preferences and that info will be sent directly to your personal shopper who will go out of their way to select the best available items. They pay close attention to expiration dates and carefully handle delicate items like eggs and bottles. Oh, and speaking of bottles, alcohol delivery may be an option as well. All of this for one low monthly fee, and it's unlimited. Yes, that's right. Have them running around for you every day of the month. Who doesn't want a grocery store lackey? To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know we sent you and to help support our show. Instacart. Never set foot in a grocery store again. This is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. 
Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming here with you. I am Graham and with me via Skype on this week of social distancing. <laughs> my better, my very better half in terms of podcasting, she is the co-host everyone wants to have, but I managed to have her. <laughs> her name is Jojo. <laughs> How did you do? How did you do to you, Jojo? Um, and of course, we have to put it out there. You have not been feeling well, but obviously, you, it's, it's, you know, we don't want our audience to be worried that it has anything to do with COVID-19. We live in a part of the United States where at this time, with or without COVID-19, most of us have runny noses and, <laughs> and, and watery eyes and, and, and so forth because allergies are uh, the you know, top of top issue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There's there's so much pollen in the air. It's insane. But, uh, you know, erring on the side of caution and, and self-quarantining until I am asymptomatic. Is that the right word? Yes, 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 yes asymptomatic I, I, I feel like this is one of those words that we've overused a lot in in this period and after that you know uh, most people will completely forget about it about what yeah. it means in, in a year from now <laughs> you know that is of course if covid doesn't come back in the in the in the next winter right right yeah. and take us all out so yeah. you know well um this week we happy are, times <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, this week we are talking about a fantastic little movie out of Amazon Prime. This movie was in select theaters, I think, back in November, if I remember correctly. Yes. And uh, it is called Honey Boy. It's sort of like loosely based on Shia LaBeouf's life story, isn't it? Yes. And I have to confess that even though I heard a beautiful interview with Alma Harrell and Shia LaBeouf on NPR back somewhere early January, I wasn't planning on watching that movie, to tell you the truth. And when you suggested it, I felt, yeah, why not make an, a podcast episode about it? Just in case we run out of things to talk about that I am more interested in. <laughs> and the truth is when I started watching this movie I knew where it was going I was fascinated by Shia's performance from the very beginning yes but at the same time I started to become triggered mm -hmm. and so my first reaction was i have i have to stop watching this because you know it's not particularly my life my life story but the dynamic of manipulation and 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 control that we see in this movie is has you know uh, reminds me a lot of my own upbringing in in childhood so I I think it took me about nine days to finish the entire movie. 
I could only watch a total of about 10 to 12 minutes at a time. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I I I suffered through this movie a lot. And that's not to say that this movie is not good. This is a great movie. In Child Above deserves all praises and accolades. But I have to warn you if you've had a difficult childhood, if you've had a difficult relationship with one of your parents or with both your parents it could you could become triggered isn't it joe yeah i i agree with you with that um very much so and not even necessarily with in the sense of you know being a a, a golden ticket because i was certainly never anybody's golden ticket but some of the 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 as you said manipulation and sort of gaslighting and the way some of the communication goes on if you had perhaps not the greatest parent in the world or parents in the world some of this is probably going to resonate with you and not in the best of manners that being said i think that is a testament to the talent of the actors and the director and the writer because i think if it had not been handled as skillfully as it was it it would have not it wouldn't resonate it would be like yeah whatever that's not how it goes you are, you are correct joe, joe. Uh, uh, continue please but well, I, i i think i think you are hitting the the money pot right there yeah i was i was going to ask you if you felt if you felt that way too you know since it resonated with you if it if you felt if you felt that that sort of connection to it in the sense of this is really good because it connects to this part of me that was a really bad time of my life but if it if it had not been as well done i don't think it would have connected to that terrible part of of our lives yes yes you're absolutely right and here's the thing i i what fascinates me the most about this movie is the fact that they managed to make art with it yes uh, it wasn't a cruel piece of movie that they wanted to make and I, i i don't know so do you remember for instance the movie precious yes so the movie precious was a powerful movie but it was at the same time a very uh, the cruelty was too much in your face uh, mm-hmm. that um I don't I I couldn't call it art if you will. I it it, it was more like almost as if it were as real as a documentary. There was you know, yes, Monique artfully a, a created a character in there that earned her a an Oscar and she was fantastic in it. But again, I, I, the writing in it, in itself was no nothing compared to these, and perhaps not. Even, I'm not talking about the maybe I shouldn't say the writing, but rather the managing of the directing of the 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 direction where the movie should be going and the way it should get there. I, I don't know if I'm making even even making sense. No, I I think I know what you mean. That this this had a little bit of 
some of the magic and imagination you feel when you're still a child. Yes. Um, especially the uh, interactions between Shy Girl and, and, and Otis. Yes. I felt that, that that reached a level of art and kind yes. of reached a level of, of, of having good times even when it was crap. Yes, yes, yes. And and we, we are going to, when we get into the cast, I, you remember how many high praises I had for the actress who played, who played Shy Girl. We're going to, we're going to, you know, talk a, a bit more deeply about the, the the cast and specifically about FK Twigs as Shy Girl. But yes, you are, you you are, I mean, come on, Joe, you, 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 you've got this, <laughs> but, you know, you've got this in a way that I am, I am, you know, I'm, I'm speechless, not because I'm surprised, but rather because it is just flowing out of your mouth in a way that I, 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 I you know, I can only be in awe. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's sort of like, go into the a little bit of the of the synopsis of this movie in obviously the way that you can only do <laughs> well it's it's honey boy it was written by by Shia LaBeouf and and loosely based on his experiences his life story his his worldview it's about a a young boy actor in the 90s whose father is essentially his acting coach slash manager slash handler slash agent who is a sort of a failed stunt actor, kind of a failed actor himself. He has some talent, but not enough to go all the way. But his son is very talented. And it's the story of the relationship between the two of them, the sort of symbiotic need that there is between the two of them for each other. Obviously, the need a child has for their parent, but but also the need that this father has for his kid to make it big. And the, the sort of sadness there is in that, the loss of relationship that could have been. And so it just kind of takes you through that, through the, the child's career in the 90s through a series of flashbacks and then also it it takes you to him as a young man having essentially screwed up and being in rehab and it's just it's a difficult movie to watch but it's a beautiful movie at the same time yes that's the best way of, of describing it it is difficult to watch and it is a beautiful movie a piece of art in every way, shape, or form. Uh, so, as you were saying, the movie is sort of like divided in 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 two timelines, right? Is that yeah? Uh, the, uh, so you've got Otis uh, already as a you know m- man child, if you will. Yes. And you have Otis at twelve years old. And, you know, going through all of these uh, pain and, 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 and bad times. So the most powerful thing for me is the fact that Shia decided to play the character that is based on his father. Yes. 
And, and according to what I read, he originally d- did not tell his father that he was the one playing him. He actually uh, picked an actor that he knew, well, picked the name of an actor that he knew his father was going to be very proud of to play him, right? And so, because obviously the father is a very vain person, so... If yes. you, you know, it's like coming and telling telling him, look, I don't know, Clooney <laughs> has agreed to play you. And of course that, you know, oh yeah, let me sign, let me sign this away. And then after that, he told him, no, I'm, I'm going to be the one playing you. And even still, dad was not having it. He, he couldn't believe that Shayak was actor enough to, port- to portray him. And this is where we see what it is to do you remember we had this conversation what it is to be raised by a megalomaniac mm-hmm. and and this is what this guy is as you said he is a a rodeo former rodeo clown slash actor slash stuntman who has screwed up so much that he can't his his time has passed and he's he's not gonna make it and so it's almost as if vicariously he's living those dreams through his kid, but he cannot manage to feel, to let himself be proud of that, but rather to feel self-pity and uh, and insecure around his kid's own talent and, and, and fortune, and good fortune, isn't it? Yeah, threatened by him, I, I would say. he's He's threatened by him and maybe a little scared of the kid's talent. And, and instead of, as you said, encouraging that, deciding that that has to be uh, bullied. Yeah. yeah. You'll never be as good as me, kid. You'll never be as good as me. Right, right. And, and, and so the thing is that he knew that he was, what he was saying wasn't true. But to a kid, to a kid, that's it. Like when the person who's supposed to be your biggest champion tells you, nah, man, you don't have it. You ain't got it, and you're not going to be good. And it was almost in a way, you can only be great if I make you great, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. Nobody else knows as much as I do. You'll never learn anything from anybody but me. And, you know, any anything you learn from anybody else is is crap. So um, you can be good, but you have to follow my ways. But remember, you'll never be as good as me. That is and I, insecurity in its at, at its best. Yes. Yes. And I, I think it's very telling. I, I know that that Shia LaBeouf had to do what he had to do to get his father to sign off on this so he could get the movie made. But I found it very telling that even though he's, you know, all grown up now and his father is 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 elderly he's not older, he's elderly. Um, he's still yeah, he still had the need. He still had to lie to him. You know what I mean? Like he he couldn't just go to his father and say, I'm making this movie and you're going to sign this and I'm going to play you. And I don't care what you think, but you're right. going to sign it. Right. You know, he's he still had to resort to manipulation, which is what I assume he was taught to get it done. And, um, to me, that's just hugely telling of the relationship that they had 
and continue to have. Oh, yeah. It's that dynamic of fear that even when you are like I, I tweeted once that, you know, I always tweet things with the hashtag growing up Haitian. And I was saying that growing up Haitian, you know, slamming a door is such a no, no that at 43 years old at my own damn house, when I, when I'm closing the door, I make sure to pull it with both hands <laughs> so that I don't it, in fear that I'm going to I'm going to get yelled at. And there is no one in the world that I will I feared most getting yelled at than my mother. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a 40 mm-hmm. something year old, you know, people, if you haven't been there, you don't understand it. And that's exactly that dynamic we're talking about here. Right? Like, I mean, the kid had to go to his dad and say, look, man, I'm going to do this, but, you know, it's it, it, it's not me. It's somebody else. Like, I have to I have to make you look good, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. The ripples, the ripples, you know, the, the still pond and the and the small stone. But <laughs> the ripples go on forever. Yes. Yes. And so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the cast, unless you, you have um, any other comment about the, the, the story itself. Uh, um, the only thing I wanted to comment on was the, the chicken. I found the chicken an interesting diversion and sort of a, a metaphor for something that I didn't quite get. <laughs> that was another part I felt like where it reached art was was with the chicken. So with Henrietta. Henrietta so yeah. with Henrietta the chicken. So I found the inclusion of her sort of, I, I suppose I should explain a little bit for those of who haven't seen it. The, the, the character that Shia LaBeouf plays, his father, had a failed circus act that involved a chicken. Yeah. And they did, they did acts. I mean, nothing weird or gross. It's just the chicken, you know, did little acrobatic things and the father did acrobatic things. And when older Otis is in rehab, they have chickens at the rehab center. Yeah. And the in part of working at rehab, they have them work with animals and they have to clean out the chicken coop. And uh, kind of the, the flashbacks that that caused for him too, I found very interesting. And I thought it was a very evocative way of telling the story. Yes, and, and, and this is, as you said, this is what brings it so much more to, to in, in, an artful movie as opposed to just telling of a horrible story. Um, yes. Yeah, it, it is definitely subject to interpretation, the, the chicken. But if you notice, Otis never lays hand on the chicken. Uh, he, he, it's, it's like... A chase that he never, that never materializes. Yes. Um, and to a certain extent, I, I, I would put it in my own interpretation, and, and everybody was just free to, to to think about it in in a different way. But for me, it is the happiness in childhood that he still wishes he had. Um, you know, with his father. And at the same time, the chicken in my mind signifies all the dreams that his father constantly 
pursued and never <laughs> got a hold of all, all, all of these you know dreams that failed it's it's like when, when i thought about it you know especially in the very last i don't know 10 or 8 minutes of the movie that's yeah. all i that's all i could see you know because he he never gets to actually get a hold of the chicken and even when the chicken stop running he just passes by and the two of them are by the pool like yeah there's the chicken <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah yes so yes. yeah but but uh, you know it was one of these details that i personally i i wasn't remembering so thank you for bringing that up because that, that that is a very important part of the movie is this this thing of the chicken the dreams and, and the nightmares and everything isn't it yeah yeah um so he he did write this movie the screenplay at least while he was in rehab yes. um, um going through all of these things and i think this was the time where we all thought this guy is a clown and what a great career he's throwing away obviously we all are full of judgment and we all seem to know, especially when, when it's about a child actor, you know, all the shit that, that we all seem to think that we know, you know, you just get it together. And, 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 right, you know. right. Oh, they've got it so easy. They've got everything they've ever wanted and they're famous. So why, why aren't they happy? They should yeah, be happy. Yeah. Why are you screwed up? What do you have to be screwed up about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah, that's so. not reality. And I think he's managed to make his case, as, as we said in the beginning, that you don't necessarily have to be a big fan of his to understand, to see where he's coming from and all the things that he's gone through. Yeah. And I think for me too, it kind of made me think a little bit about empathy yes. and the fact that just because I don't particularly care for somebody, whether they're an actor or somebody you meet in the street, you may not know everything about them. So empathy, you don't, you don't have to understand what they went through to try and have empathy for people. Not that you let them walk all over you either, but you don't have to immediately jump to, well, you've had everything given to you in life, so why should you be a jerk? Yeah, yeah, and 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 this this involves people from all walk of life because the thing is, I, I remember not too long ago I was having this conversation and I was saying, you know, it's very easy to say, well, there's nothing wrong with this guy standing in the corner and trying to uh, to you know to bomb a cigarette and asking you for money. Why isn't he working? And, and it's very easy to say that because, you know, you don't see anything wrong with him physically. But mm -hmm. do we know what's wrong with him mentally? And, mm -hmm. and, and not all mental illness is visible, is uh, apparent. There are, and not only that, it could not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be a mental illness. We think about this guy who is perfectly able to work, but who the hell is going to hire him? Because you don't know if he had, I don't know, a little bout in jail for marijuana possession or some shit mm -hmm. when he was 16 mm -hmm. years old and he was completely stupid, but yet that still is in his record and he can't get a fucking job. We yep. have to stop being so judgmental readily to judge everybody because we don't see what's wrong. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. And, and yes. that's a message right there, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. So the cast, I am impressed by virtually everybody who took part in this movie. I don't yes. know how you feel about that. Yes, me too. I I loved the kid Noah Noah Jupe. Noah Jupe. Or, I, I loved his portrayal of, of young Otis. I think he just he just did a beautiful job of being a kid who just wants their dad to love him. Yes. And his ability to portray that pain so profoundly, yes. so beautifully. I don't know if that's even the thing you can say. But yes, you are absolutely right. No, no, Jupe. I don't, you know, I've, I've never seen this kid before. Um, Me neither. <laughs> but what a cool little actor he is. And I can only see, you know, great things happening for him from now on. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, uh, I think he has a great future ahead of him. And I, I hope that he has parents who love him. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I hope he's nobody's golden ticket. Yes, and, and hopefully he wasn't pulling out of own experience to to portray all of what we saw in this movie. Yes. Because the kid, I know he was acting and everything, but he's a, he looks like he's a lovable young gentleman. And, um, you know, many a time I wanted to just reach out and give him a hug. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So Lucas Hedges plays older uh, Otis. And, um, you know, it's it's a character at, at the time that I don't necessarily have a lot of uh, um, sympathy for. Uh, because to a certain extent, originally he looked like he didn't want to be helped. Right. But that is, in in fact, one of the side effects of, of PTSD is the inability to to agree that you need treatment, you know, yes. because w with PTSD you sort of talk yourself into some things that normally would work for you and that you shouldn't need any more help than that, which normally, you know, is alcohol, drugs, and, and shit like that. And so, you know, you have this need to portray that, I'm fine. You know, it's like when you fall, <laughs> and a lot of people saw you fall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. fine. Nothing I'm happened. Fine. Nothing happens. Right. And happens. then you go behind the wall and start like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think I broke my leg. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I, I feel like that's what was going on. But there is a young man there that, that kept Otis company. I think his name is Byron Bowers. He's a comedian. And his lines were so funny. Yes. His lines, his delivery was insane, but his lines, everything this guy said was funny, funny, funny. And yes. I think the funniest part about it is that Otis didn't find those funny. No, no, Otis is just looking at him like, like the what hell? the fuck, man? <laughs> so, Byron Bowers, it, it was a good casting there. And. What do you think of Laura San Giacomo as as the 
as a therapist? I was happy to see her. It's been a while since I've seen her in in anything, and I've always liked her. Like I've always enjoyed her performances. So I uh, I was excited to see her, and I think she I think she did a really good job with being a therapist. I think she brought across an empathetic and caring therapist character very well. Um, Madly credible too. It was like yes, like I, I see this lady, and immediately I see a therapist. Yes, yes. I don't see an actress playing a therapist. I see a therapist. Yes, yes. yes. That was that was that was really really good. And yes. so now we go to the motel, and we talk about some of the colorful characters we saw there, right? Yes. And that brings us, of course, to Shy Girl. Yes. <laughs> I I don't know the, the 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 actress playing shy girl is mostly known as a dancer more of a dancer than than she's an actress that doesn't mean that she doesn't act but you know her her launch into the world is more I think she toured with uh Ed Sheeran and Kylie Minogue and a whole bunch of people. FKA Twig. She is from England. And what fascinates me the most about her character, I don't know if you would if you will agree with that, but is how little she said and how much she said. How little she opened her mouth, <laughs> but how much her character says. Yes. Yes, I I agree with you 100% because she has very few lines, but yeah. she what she does say is very powerful, but more so what she does. Yes. Um and I think maybe that was the message there too for young Otis because his father never shut up. He never stopped talking. Oh my ever. god, yes. <laughs> he never shut up. Um but she didn't really say anything, but every action she performed with Otis, everything that she did with him and for him spoke more so than words ever could. Yes. Every touch, every look, every action said something more than just this person over here with verbal diarrhea. Yes. Yes. The, 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 her glances were, were the, some of the most powerful things I've ever seen. Yes. And, uh, you know, as you said, that interaction, cause then, the, the the ability to to bring so much innocence in that interaction yes uh, it, to like it, it wasn't a woman robbing a child of his innocence but rather lowering herself to be as innocent as the child yes i, I, I don't know if that makes sense it does. It uh, does. It makes sense to me that there, there was, that's the other thing that I thought was very touching too, was that it was, it was so innocent. Their, their being together was completely innocent. Yeah. yeah. And I, there, there's this moment where I think the first time that they sort of like have this encounter, which um, in, in my view was completely, absolutely non-sexual. Uh, it was sort of like, you need a hug. I need a hug. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yes. And, and, and there was this moment where all this sort of like springs off the bed and, and, and finds some money and gives it to her. And you could see the, the 
disappointment in her face like this is not what this is about at all <laughs> you know yeah. th- that's how 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 did you misunderstand this you know what i mean and, and yeah. um i yeah. think the rest of the times it sort of like worked out for the two of them to understand in what situation they were yeah um, i i thought that that was really sad because you could, as you said, see the disappointment on her face and also the comprehension that this is the only way he knows how to show love. Yeah. Because the only way he keeps his father around is by paying him. Yeah. yeah that's the true. only way he ever gets any good behavior out of his father is by paying him. Yeah. So you could see the comprehension on her face of this isn't what this is about, but I also understand why he did this. You know, yeah. there wasn't there was not judgment on her face. There was not. There was not disgust. There was not excitement in the sense of, oh, boy, free ride money. Um, It was this poor child only knows how to say I love you by giving me 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that dynamic, if, you know, uh, I did a bit of reading, and that seems to be a dynamic that I dare say has not... um, faded in 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 Shia's personal life um the you know the moment he made it big i think uh, uh he went and went and bought this house for his mother and a car and then he went and found his father and took him to a Harley Davidson store and told him if you see a bike that you like get it you know mm-hmm. you know it's it's almost as if now that I can show you that I'm good enough, you don't, you know, you don't get to actually admit admit to yourself that you were wrong and I've been good enough all along. But here's how I can show you how good I am, <laughs> you know. Yes. And yes. It's a sad thing, you know. Um, it, it's it's. It's a lot to work out as an adult. These feelings that you can only have friends, you can only have uh, loved ones as long as you have something to give them is is one of the most damaging habits, if you will, because it is the is the number one thing that will break every relation every meaningful relationship a person has yeah yeah so who else on the cast that we i there's an element that i like is that mom was always there but you never saw her yes you know and i think it was a they, they credited natasha leon as mom but you never saw her <laughs> you know no yeah. So this particular scene for me was heartbreaking and I I had to stop. I had to go just, you know, get a drink and watch something else and going back to it. Um because I I still don't understand how some adults 
don't see how much they hurt their kids when they don't take care to, you know, when they're going to go at it and hate each other and, and be horrible to each other to make sure not to do all of that in the presence of the kid. Right. And right. for the, the notion that anyone would ask this poor kid, you know what? Be my messenger, <laughs> you know? Yes. Be the middleman for our phone oh, argument. Oh my God. That was so horrible. It was horrible. And I felt bad for him because then any rage that the father felt towards the mother who was on the other side of the phone was directed at the poor kid. Yes. You know? Yes. And I think, of course, the kid was broken, but I think this is, for me, this was where he 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 was shattered i agree yeah. i agree this is where he was shattered um so needless to say that we both liked this movie yes we think very highly of it we i don't know but i feel a a certain kind of pride i feel proud of of her childbirth for this work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't really expect very much of it to be honest, but after having watched it and, and seeing how, how sensitively it was directed and, and written, um, I'm very proud of, of, of him. And I, I think he should be proud too of what he brought to the screen and the fact that he was able to, evoke some of those terrible times, but at the same time, you know, maybe give some of us some hope that at some point we'll be able to get past it. Yeah. And I also feel that same pride for Alma Harrell for taking the leap from, from mostly documentaries to a feature film. And yes. And doing it so brilliantly. Yes. I, I see a future, an absolutely blinding future there. Uh, yes. As a powerful voice that she will become in, in Hollywood. Yes. You know. So. And I look forward to that because there needs to be, you know, yes. needs to be more of that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so... Watch this movie. It is on Amazon Prime. It is called Honey Boy, uh, starring uh, Shia LaBeouf, uh, Noah Jupe, um, Lucas Hedges, uh, and FKA Twigs, Laura San Giacomo. Uh, and who else is in there? <laughs> Directed by the brilliant Alma Harrell. Yeah. And tell us what you think. Um, if you were able to watch it, please come back and tell us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us, of course, on Instagram. And you can leave us a message too on our website, uh, kickinginstrumentpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook as Kicking Instrument. And on uh, 
the pin interest, right, Jocelyn? Yes. Pin yes. interest. Pin interest. <laughs> you will find Jocelyn on Instagram as Jocelyn Podcast. And me, you'll find me always as Mr. Puzzetta, M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A. That is on Twitter and on Instagram. Please stay inside. If you, you know, stay home if you can. Take those social distancing uh, warnings and, and please protect yourselves, protect you know, your loved ones and protect the society around you. Yes. We need to stop the spread. We need to be vigilant, but we need to do our part. Yes. Do our part to flatten the curve and, and not overwhelm an already stressed and aging healthcare system. Absolutely. And um, if you are affected by this, we are with you and we sincerely you uh, you know to get well soon yes peace and good health absolutely so for me and for jocelyn this is goodbye we thank you very much for listening today thanks everybody bye